This is a Story to Star Wars podcast. Welcome back to Sorta of Star Wars Podcast, a podcast that's sorta of about Star Wars and sorta of about everything else, including husbanding. Uh, we've had dadding episodes, but now it's time for a husbanding episode. And with me, veteran husband, is none other than the Mandalorian Mennonite, Jared Unruh. Welcome, Jared. What is up, Riot? It is your your return to the podcast. Third appearance. I'm in the I'm in the the trips club. <laughs> And um, what's the opposite of veteran, rookie, novice? Um, novice. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Whenever we Padawan. <laughs> Padawan. Yeah, he's, <laughs> we have a youngling dad here. Is that weird? Um, so uh, we have a soon-to-be husband here, not dad. Uh, I don't think so. Not that I know of, anyways. Uh, not that I know. Of <laughs> not that he. Not that he knows of. Gross. <laughs> Grand Moff Goku. The patron, the one and only, Tim. Yes. <laughs> Welcome, Tim. <laughs> it's good to be here. Yes, it's good to have you guys here. Um, so the idea behind this was that Tim is getting married soon. Soon and very soon. At the time of this recording, it's like next week or something. Is that right? Uh, 11 days. So it's <laughs> next Saturday. Man, I don't think this episode's even going to be out before uh, <laughs> you're married. So you'll be listening. I'll listen to it on the honeymoon. <laughs> um. But before we get too far into it, we need to get to know Tim some. Tim, you were on one episode with like, it was yes. like a, um, you and Rose were both on the episode, if I remember right. Yep. Or, sh- yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Empire Strikes Back 40th anniversary one. Yes. That was the one. Um, so uh, we have some get to know you questions. I think we did this with Jared when he was on. Um, Jared okay. was on for the, uh, no, the um, Empire Strikes Back. I was on for I was on for the actual like dedicated Empire right, Strikes right. Back one. Right. Right. All right, Tim. Got three questions for you. What is your least favorite soda? Oh. So I'm not actually a big soda drinker, as difficult as that might be to believe, <laughs> but I'd say ginger ale. Oh, that's the worst. It just makes it's you a feel very sick. weak it's a weak soda. It's not good. <laughs> makes you feel sick as you're drinking it. Like, yeah, oh, I feel like I'm supposed to have to throw up. That's that's my good. that's the only time we ever had ginger ale, ginger ale or Gatorade. That was my life. If we were sick, we had ginger ale or Gatorade, and so I just don't drink either of those anymore. Yeah. All right. What was the best vacation you've ever been on? Uh, Disney World, hands down. Good choice. When I was 14 with my family. Oh, so you weren't an adult yet. I was not an adult. Uh, we definitely want to go back, though. Uh, obviously, for uh, Galaxy's Edge, and maybe one day we'll go to uh, California and do the Marvel Campus. Yes, That'd be pretty cool. Uh, we were with friends recently, and they were talking to us about these. They're like, apparently, there's these people out there. They're like grown adults that like love Disney, and they go to Disney World all the time, and they like have such a fun time at Disney. I'm like, you guys are like adults, and I'm like, I guess I'm that person. <laughs> Because we still love to go to Disney. Like, I don't know. It's But then I was talking to this guy, and he's like, well, I've never been to Disney. I'm like, well, that's why you don't know. You don't know. Right. You got to experience the magic. Jared, have you been there? Yeah, I've been there twice. Oh, see, you know. You know the magic. I haven't been back there since, like, college, though. Oh, really? It's changed. Yeah. It's changed, man. Jungle Cruise. Yeah, I mean. Jungle Cruise is all honestly, censored now, and Galaxy's Star Edge. Star Tours. Star Tours is where I got all three of the movie posters. Oh, really? I, I like got off the ride and I was like, yes, I'm spending obscene amounts of money on posters. 
that was pre-Amazon, so you didn't have a choice back then. So, bingo. All right. What's that like? <laughs> I can't imagine. That's horrible. We were watching a show on an app on TV tonight with the kids, um, Lego Masters, mm-hmm. and they have ads on this app that we were watching it on, and they're like, "Oh, come on, this is so annoying." I'm like, yeah, guys, welcome to like my childhood, like waiting through commercials <laughs> to watch 14 minutes of a TV show and 15 minutes of commercials. But and then you'd get uh, you get sidetracked on another show while you were right. watching Flip that, the and then you'd, then you'd, you'd miss forget it. to flip back and yep. you'd be like, "What happened?" I'm like, I could definitely get a bowl of ice cream in the time that the commercials are. <laughs> All right, last question, Tim. What is your favorite Star Wars scene? <sighs> I didn't prep you at all, so like this has to be like whatever first one you think of must be the best. I would think the end of episode three, Battle of Mustafar, mm. is the speech that he gives. Just honestly, I'll even like there are times where I'll just I'll pull it up and just watch that whole scene the, and the just get ready that, for the day. Like before they fight or the, after they the, fight. The, the the speech that Anakin gives is just so good. The you brought him here speech, I think, is just (laughs) so great. A big fan. And then the fight, obviously, is great. But I think the speech is really what sells it. Okay. Not the you were my brother part. I mean, that tugs on the heartstrings. But I don't know. There's something about the the rage that he Mm -hmm. has when he sees him coming off the ship. It's it just it's great. Yeah. The rage of Hayden Christensen's mediocre acting. (laughs) That's the it's the best (laughs) mediocre acting in that whole movie. Is that a Mad Chef cup? Yeah. Have you ever been there? Nice. Yeah, I've been there a couple of times. Yeah. It's uh, it's like down the street from... I, oh, I okay. say down the street, but it's, I mean, probably uh, five, ten Would minutes. you say it's a hop and skip away? <laughs> uh, I'd there? say it's two hops and a skip. Hop, like beer is made from hops. Uh, 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 Mad uh, Chef uh, Brewery. It's not, it's not <laughs> funny if you have to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> Went over my head. All right. Now let's this get into... Apple, this isn't beer. This is apple juice. Oh, yeah. I forgot. We're all drinking apple juice. Um, on to the topic at hand. Rogue One. Today we're talking about Rogue One, the best Star well, Wars movie. I will see you guys later. <laughs> I d- You're I'm- still wrong. You're still wrong, Tim. <laughs> it's, I've, I've recently rewatched it. Uh, I say recently, probably last year when we, probably every year we watch them all, right. and it's still bad in my oh, opinion. My it is still just, the worst Star Wars movie of them all. I just don't understand. It just. Whew, I know I'm in the minority on it. I get it, but it's just it is. I just can't enjoy it. The only redeeming quality is the end. Mm. I I can't really say anything because like. I would take Phantom Menace over Empire Strikes Back all day, and like ninety percent of the Star Wars fandom would crucify me for that. So, but I also think it it's about when you, because like I was I don't know eight years old when or seven years old when Phantom Menace came out. Like I was kind of like new to Star Wars. Right. I didn't really know better. So right. I feel like exactly. that kind of plays into it because you're just in awe of this larger than life story. Right. You get to see it exactly. in the movie theater. It's great, and then like. You see these new ones and you're like, oh, like I feel like a like I feel like my dad now, where I'm like, these new ones are not they're not like they used to be. Right, exactly, exactly. All right, but we're not here to talk about Star Wars. But if it comes up, we'll talk about it. Um, let's talk about marriage. We, like I said, me and Jared are here to give marriage advice to Tim, who's at the time of this episode coming out, he's already married. But as the recording, he's not married. Um, 
Jared, how long have you been married? Uh, it was 19 years on October 12th. Oh, wow, just this Congratulations. year. Congratulations. Uh, and I have 11 years as of August. So between us, we have 30 years of experience. Did I do that right? Is that right? Math seems to check out on my end. <laughs> okay, good. Um, but I do have to preface it with we are not marriage experts. Did I didn't get that much advice before I got married. Um, it was kind of like your typical. We went through like a marriage counseling before we got married. Uh, did you go through anything like that, Jared? Yep, absolutely. The church made us do mm-hmm. it. Bill and Kelly Berkter, I still remember their name. Do you still have like the notes from like the worksheets you had to fill out? Oh goodness, some were packed away in the basement, probably. It's but... So important. We like have like these things we had to write out, and we still have those somewhere in our safe, um, or in our file, in our safe, in our file cabinet somewhere, uh, under, probably under uh, documents that should be important. Um, uh, Tim, did you any do any premarital counseling or preparation? No. Uh, not not really. We met with our uh, our officiant, who's a pastor, and he's a friend of ours, and he gave us uh, like a few suggestions to kind of like things to do or things to keep in mind before the wedding. Mm. Um, one of them was like a, a passage, and it was to read it with your spouse's name, you know, basically the whole way through. That's, uh, you know, like roses kind, roses mm. encouraging, things like that. And it's, you know, you're supposed to read it through a few times and then like what learn what you can do better, learn what, you know, she does well for you and kind of vice versa. So that was the one piece of advice that he gave to both of us when we met with him. Uh, other than that, people have just told me it's hard, uh, but congratulations. <laughs> I would say, yeah, I mean, it takes effort. I don't know if I'd say it's hard. It does take effort, though. Um, I feel like, so I, and I think Jared is the same as we did not, uh, like when we got married, that was us. Well, that was for me, I don't know what Jared's story is, but for me, it was going from living with my parents to living with Melody um same same okay same um but you're a little different you got like a right kind of a you kind of know what to expect already kind of um, right because you've been living with rose i don't know for, how long but uh three years this past september okay and that was uh one thing because i see a lot of i'll say kids that i went to high school with they're already on their second marriages and i was like i think a big part of that personally was that you don't you don't really know somebody until you live with them. Yeah. So like Rose and I had dated, I mean, years before we even lived together and then decided we wanted to live together before we decided to get married. Not hoping that it wouldn't work, but you like you, you just want to make sure that you can live with this other person. Right. So that leads me to my first question. Why, why are you getting married? It's a good question. <laughs> and honestly... At the end of the day, when I'm having a long day at work, or I have exciting news, Rose is the first person that I think about to go and either complain or share the exciting news to. Nice. There's nobody else that pops into my mind. It's always she's number one at that moment. Good. So I would say that was the choice. That's the that choice. was that was the uh, that was the I know she's the one. It wasn't like she like came into a bunch of money and you're like oh I gotta get her before no, someone else no. does or between there's no money between the two of us <laughs> you can see my toy collection in the back that's there's where no the money. money is that's where the money yeah. is. um okay second question i got for you 
um, how did you propose? So we, I ordered the ring uh, during COVID. Oh, you so didn't like put in one of those like Chuck E. Cheese thingies? Like put a quarter no, in and no. spin it around? Okay. I mean, it was kind of like that, uh, just online. Okay. You order Chuck Cheddar. Uh, he has a website. <laughs> um, you have to give him 48 million tokens and he sends you. It was a lot of tokens. Not as many as you'd think, okay. but it was, it was, it was, I had to play a few games. Okay. He was so, running COVID specials. Yeah. The, the, the entire story is, uh, as I'm sure you both know, Picking out the perfect ring is a nerve-wracking experience. Mm, yeah. So it was just over COVID. So I uh, we found this website, uh, Blue Nile. Sure. I don't think it was Blue. Yeah. Nile. It was a website. So website. Oh, let me check. Oh uh, yeah, the website's website. closed yeah. now. Yeah, it's closed. Yeah. yeah. It's for probably, fraud. It's probably for good reason. Yeah. Apparently yeah. yeah. they were selling fake um, rings. No, uh, Brilliant Earth. Oh, okay. okay. So. <laughs> We pulled up the website one day, and uh, we were just looking at rings, you know, trying to gauge, like, hey, what do you think it's nice? Like, what kind of stone do you – I mean, there are so many different options, as like I said, I'm sure you both know. And I was like, what what looks nice to you? So she ended up designing her own ring on the computer. Okay. And then she fell asleep that night, and I logged back onto the computer, and I ordered that ring nice. that she made. And it got here on December 24th, uh, 2019. And I had planned to propose December 24, 2019. It came – this was not – I mean, it was planned, but poorly planned because the ring was supposed to be here prior to this. It showed up on December 24th at my doorstep at like 2.30, and we had plans to leave at 3 o'clock to go to Longwood Gardens where I was planning to propose. <laughs> okay. It showed up literally 30 minutes prior to us leaving. What if it wouldn't have showed like, up? It would have been uh, Christmas morning, you know. You gotta <laughs> adapt, overcome. So we went. It was it was supposed to be cold. Rose wore two pairs of pants and a jacket, like a winter coat, because it's winter. Right. And it ended up not being that cold. So we're walking around Longwood Gardens in the middle of the afternoon. The sun's out. It's hot. She's like complaining because it's it's just hot outside, and she's got two pairs of pants on and his coat. She's like, like I'm not having a good time. There's no lights on because Longwood Gardens doesn't turn the lights on. You know when it's light outside, why would they? So I was like, I, they have this giant Christmas tree inside. I don't, have you guys ever been to Longwood Gardens? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, they have the big Christmas tree inside, and I love Christmas. It's my favorite time of year. And I was like, I want a big, like I want to I want a uh, picture in front of the big tree. Okay. So we go in there. There's tons of families there. I mean, everybody's butting in line to get pictures in front of this tree. So we're at the one end of the tree trying to find, you know, a place to get a picture. We can't find it. I was going to do it, like, while we were taking the picture. Uh, she's like, I just – like, it's not worth it. Like, it's it's so hot. Like, everybody's kind of being <laughs> Oh, rude. so you're, like, in, like, like the – is this in, like, the – I'll say conservatory, like the, but it's, like, the – Yeah, but it's, like, where the – um, exactly. Okay. Like, where the – not the – not a pond, but it's, like, the rectangle – they have but like the whole the building's enclosed. And... The whole building's right. enclosed, yeah. Exactly. It's warm yep. in there. It's wet and warm right. in there. Yep. And it's, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, it's not like, it's not like a summer day outside, but it's, it's abnormally hot for December 24th. Right. So I was like, no, like we're not leaving till we get this picture in front of the tree. I love Christmas. Like we're not leaving. So we go to the other end, find some random dude. I was like, hey, can you take a picture for us? So we go up there. My heart is like, I'll never forget the feeling. My heart was literally like, like it sounds stupid, but like beating out of my chest, like I felt like in that cartoon, like where you can right. feel the heart literally like stretching your skin. Oh, that's and, normal. Yeah, yep. that's definitely normal. And uh, that's I normal. 
knelt down, proposed in front of the Christmas tree, and this guy that we chose loved it. He was like, he took so many pictures. He was like, this is the the joy of Longwood Gardens. It's like you get to like, you, he gave us like this whole speech, and you get to share it with everybody. That's awesome. It was it was great. Yeah. So that's that's how I proposed. It was a long story, but there was a lot of no, that was good. Things fell into place at the right times, literally last minute. Yeah. The um, isn't it weird how like nervous you get. Even though, like, yep. had you you didn't have any doubt that she would say yes? Uh, no, no, and, right? and like, because and we've we've talked about it for I mean years yeah. at that point of like you know we're gonna get married eventually. It's just a matter of asking the question. But I don't know why it's so such a scary experience. Yeah, yeah, very strange. Um, yeah. It was the same thing when I like. Did you ask her parents for permission at all? Yeah, so I, I asked her mom, uh, like, honestly, like, two years prior. Oh, okay. This was before we lived together. Um, and uh, probably two years ago, probably wasn't ready. You know, I don't right. think I would have been – it, it wouldn't have been a good move. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm still irresponsible. But, you know, you <laughs> you, you learn. You grow. She looked, um, she looked at I your toy collection. Asked, and she's like, he's going right. places. Right. I'll approve this marriage. <laughs> yep. But I remember asking her mom uh, – probably two years before we like probably a year before we lived together so it's probably like four okay. years ago at this point yeah i remember being super nervous asking melody's dad i'm like he's not gonna say no i mean we've been dating for a while and he, right like, we know each other like he's not gonna say no it was just like super nerve-wracking and awkward and it was just a strange it, situation it, i think awkward's a good uh, like a very good word because it's like Hey, I, I, I love your daughter. Right. I want to marry you. Yeah. Like, it's just a weird. It, the whole experience is just, it's just weird right. and awkward, but it works out. Jared, did you ask uh, your wife's parents for permission? Oh yeah, I went over. I worked summers over at Dark Container in Leola, like oh, the big right. styrofoam cup yeah. place. I worked in the warehouse, which was really hot. So, I went over after work because Becky was at her job. And I went over basically to schedule a time to sit down with him. Okay. So, so I knock on the door, my now mother-in-law answers and I'm like, Hey, you know, I just wanted to talk to Bob about setting a time, you know, where I can talk to him about some stuff. Well, she sniffed me out immediately <laughs> and basically drags me by the sleeve. She's like, Bob, 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 Jared is something he needs to ask you. <laughs> Something he needs to he needs to talk to you now, and she she literally just threw me in front of him like dirty, grungy, sweaty, just worked eight hours in a hundred degree warehouse, right. and and my father in law played played like this tough ex army guy, okay. like when you were still the boyfriend, right? So I mean I got to ask some seriously tough questions, and I mean now that I've known him for twenty years since. He, he's like the biggest teddy bear ever, but he put up such a front. I was terrified. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's such a terrifyingly awkward experience. Um, so you said you asked about four years ago. How long was your engagement, Tim? Uh, two years. Well, it would almost be two years. Okay. So it was 2019. Um, and then we'll be getting married, uh, 11, six. So it'll be like a month shy, two years. Did you feel like that was too long? No. Okay. To be honest, not that, not no, as in, uh, like it's not, like that we're not ready, but there's just there's a lot that goes mm -hmm. into planning a wedding. Yeah, I feel like it was probably especially, um, difficult or hard to organize stuff 
the last two years? So the first year was a little a little weird because like there were still the restrictions with COVID and everything. Yeah. Um, so I think we did a lot of our like venue walkthroughs were virtual oh, and okay. talking to somebody, looking at pictures, or like they had a, like a 3D walkthrough that you could do. Um, and then we were finally one, like once we decided on one, we were able to go like with masks and stuff and looked at it. Um, Honestly, I think two years is probably a because it's it's now to the point where we're excited, like we just like we're ready for the the day to be here because you right. you put in. A, I mean, I say we put in about a lot of this work. Rose did so much of this and had like honestly this if it was me in charge of this wedding it would be five years till this wedding was planned <laughs> it was she has everything on lock and key not lock and key but like on lockdown ready to go you know what time i'm supposed to show up what i'm wearing like she had it all planned and i you know she'd get my opinion on a few things but it was pretty much like it's more like you've been dreaming about this moment i'm sure a lot more than right. i've thought about right. it like yeah. what what do you like your opinion is going to matter more to me than what my opinion is going to matter. Right. Um, this might be too personal. I don't know. Um, okay. So is, are her parents helping pay for the wedding and, or are your parents helping pay for the wedding? Yes and no. So we both have, so my mom and her dad have passed. So my dad is remarried recently. Um, and yes, to certain extents, a lot of it is, on us so i'd say like a majority of the wedding like they've helped with uh like rehearsal dinner transportation right. okay. stuff like that um but a majority of the wedding is is on us i only ask that because i feel like maybe this was just with us uh, jared can let me know but um we had a very very small budget so it was not hard at all for us to plan because it's like okay what venue can we do for less than a hundred dollars? Oh, well there's a church with a pavilion that'll work. Mm -hmm. Uh, like how can we not have to pay for people's food? Oh, we'll just do a dessert instead of like a dinner and we'll do an evening wedding. Um, so I don't know if like Jared is that. what was your experience? Like we were a little more traditional. I mean, we didn't have a huge budget, but, like, my, I know my parents paid for, like, the rehearsal dinner. Yes. Yeah, I think mine did we, as well, yeah. And we, we ate at, like, Fox Chase Golf Club oh, okay. up in Denver. And then our wedding was at Calvary Church in Lancaster. And our reception was in the banquet facility under Weaver Markets in Adamstown. Oh, okay. So, I mean, <laughs> the, the funniest part was, like, my, like, the parents took care of, like, the the meal mm-hmm. like it was a, ba- a buffet style meal and stuff right. and but they drew the line on the dj because i was like i want a dj i want to dance at my wedding and they, and they were just my father-in-law was like well you're paying for that so i paid for the dj <laughs> it was worth every penny we we didn't have any dancing at our wedding we were um i mean we both grew up mennonite and you know mennonites don't dance right so uh we did not <laughs> The Mandalorian Mennonite <laughs> understands that. So, uh, henceforth, why henceforth why we were in the the banquet facility below a grocery store because the church wouldn't allow the dancing. Was there? We'll be dancing at my wedding. <laughs> Did Calvary used to be Mennonite? And nobody cares about this, but 
Um, well, no, no. I mean, Calvary Calvary started as a Mennonite, but okay. they're not. Yeah, they're not anymore. now. Yeah. I, the church I grew up in okay. was. So. Jared um, and I, so I graduated uh, in the same place Jared got married. What? You, you well, graduated under a grocery store? Uh, no. Well, no, in Calvary Church. Oh. They, they, uh, they had our, like, walk, I guess oh, you would okay. say, the graduation ceremony right. was at yeah. Calvary Church. Okay. Yeah, the gigantic auditorium they use for that. Now there's a little chapel right to the side. Okay, that's where the wedding. That's where uh, the weddings are. I gotcha. Yeah. So it'd be kind of awkward to have a hundred people in a stadium, two thousand person, yeah, pretty much auditorium. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Um, yeah, so we like our budget. We like we had no money. So uh, her Melly's parents, my parents did the rehearsal dinner. Melly's parents said, "Well." contribute so much money towards the wedding and we're like okay what, what do we what's important to us we want to have the pictures and melody loves flowers so we spent a third of the budget on pictures like the phot- photographer a third of the budget on the flowers and like it's like like i can't believe flowers cost this much for such a tiny wedding for such few people it's like ridiculous our wedding was so small i'm like how are flowers twelve hundred dollars this is ridiculous and uh so and then the rest of it was like, you know, I don't know, random stuff. So we made it work within our budget. But um, if your wedding's taking too long to plan, it's because you have too much money, Tim. That's what it is. You got too much money. I think I think two years uh, was a good a good amount of time to plan, save, yes, budget, yeah, saving, perform. Yeah. That's a good Sa- point. Yeah, That's saving point. was saving was good. Um, it's not. I mean, it, it's 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 going to be a beautiful wedding. Right. Rose, like I said, Rose is putting in a lot. I can't of wait work. to be there. But it, yeah, the invitations are probably coming in the mail, guys. <laughs> they're they're probably on the way to you right now. Does the, it have uh, does it have flow on the front of it? It does not. <laughs> <laughs> she, she will not. She will not be attending. Uh, she's wa- she's to, welcome to show up, but you might you might want to give some context yeah, so, to the listeners. So the only <laughs> way that I know Tim and Jared are because they both come to where i work because they work for progressive insurance and i work at a body shop um and so we used to see each other a lot tim was under the the tutelage of (laughs) ross uh no well it it was nate at the time and and then i was training under jared so i was there for a month and a half nate but and then uh and now it's ross okay okay Anyways, so progressive flow. See, that's why I said that. Um, <laughs> what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah, we were engaged for six months. Um, Jared, how long were you engaged? One year, two months. Okay. It, it would have been a year, but we we got engaged in August of 01, and we wanted to get married in September of 02. But that whole 9-11 thing happened. Yeah, I remember that. And we're like, let's bump the wedding back to October. Right, right. yeah. Um, uh, Tim, what, like when you get married, mm-hmm. for us it was like a big thing. Like totally changed our lives. Like our, like our daily life was changed after we got married. What is going to change when you get married? So that's what I keep, I, I keep thinking because we already live together. Right. We already love each other. We're not right. going anywhere. We right. have a dog together that is sometimes not a nice dog. <laughs> um, but 
I, I don't I don't know how much it's it's going to change. Right. I feel like it, 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 any if anything it'll like obviously it's more it's permanent at that point you know it's, right. you're you're spending the rest of your life with this person but I think day to day it's I mean still gonna come home still gonna kiss her on the cheek ask right. her how her day was it like I don't think the the day to day is gonna change that much I mean the next steps we'll be saving for a house so that'll change she'll just have to is she gonna take your name yes okay. yeah. So and I did tell her she, her I mean, I'm honored that she wants to take my name, but that was something that we talked about. Cause she, you know, and I a hundred percent get it. She's like, I don't want to like kind of lose my identity just cause we're getting married. And I said, I a hundred percent agree. You know, right. she was like, well, would you take my last name? And I was like, kind of like me and Smith, but you don't have, you don't have to take mine, but I, you know, I don't necessarily have to take yours. Right. I was like, so we, can, but yeah, she, she has decided she's going to take my last name. Good. Uh, junior Dwight junior. Is that your name? I forget. Uh, so. Dwight Jr. Yep. <laughs> I should. Uh, Cl- Clark Duke. Clark. Is that his name? Did I? Is that his actual uh, name? Clark, is the actor. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh, the actor. I was. Uh, I was with somebody else the other day, and he told me the ex- uh, without being prompted by anything. He said, "You know who you remind me of." <laughs> and I said, "I said you got to be." I immediately called Jared. I said, "You got to <laughs> yeah, be he, kidding me." Yeah, he immediately called me and said, "Colton, the new guy. Guess what he's guess what he said I looked like." And I was like, "Clark." <laughs> Is it what's the guy? What's the character's name in the office? So we're talking Tim looks remarkably uh, similar to a character from The Office. What, what is his actual name? I just know it was Dwight Jr. Yeah, I mean, that's your that's your picture in my phone. It says Tim, but it has a picture of the guy from The Office. I don't even know his name. Uh, one of the young guys. Um, but anyways, I don't think he's been in a whole lot. But He's in like the last uh, – he's in the last season, maybe the last two seasons. Yeah. One of like him, the and, uh, him and like Jim Jr. Right, yeah, yeah. And they call him Plop. Do they? Oh, oh. Yeah, right, they call yeah. him Plop. Yeah. Yeah, Jim Jr. is Plop. Okay. Um. So you're going on a honeymoon? Up in the air. So I was actually just talking to Jared about this earlier. Um. We have – so I have the next two weeks off – starting like after this friday like off two weeks off we have a week off prior to the wedding to we're making a lot of our centerpieces mm. uh the bouquets stuff like that to try and save on money right um up to the wedding and then the week after that we took off because i mean who like even if we're not going on a honeymoon like who wants to go to work right the exactly monday after they just got married right so we took that week off i don't know if we're necessarily going anywhere to stay we'll definitely be like doing things like going to a, like uh, dinners or brewery or so- something like that. Maybe we'll take a day trip somewhere. Um, it's just with playing the wedding, you know, all the money for the wedding and then trying to spend money for a honeymoon. It was like, right. You know, it, I mean, it, it's as, I mean, you guys know it's expensive stuff. Right. So I don't, we don't have anything set in stone yet. I have a few ideas I've been tossing around in my head that I haven't talked to her about yet. So I don't know. I'll pitch those ideas. We were talking about maybe like getting a cabin. Hmm. Maybe like somewhere like in the Poconos or something, maybe just like for a few days where we can bring our dog. Um, Cause that was another thing, you know, we got to find somebody that can take care of him or board him somewhere um, or like doing like Hershey spa day, something like that. Nice. Yeah. It's important to have some time before you go back to regular life. Right. We do. So it's like I said, we're not doing it the week after, but we will be taking a honeymoon the last thing that we've discussed and pretty strongly actually is Disney world. We want to save money and spend like a 10 day trip in Disney 
doing all the things that we want to do. Right. And I, I, that's, I think what's going to happen. We just haven't saved for it yet. Yeah. That's a good idea. We went to Disney for our honeymoon. People make fun of us for it, but it was a blast. So exactly. If, and on like, it's, it's what you love. You right. know, we loved it. Like we love Disney. We love Marvel. We love, you know, star Wars. It's like, why would you not want to go be a kid with your best friend and right. live it up? I couldn't agree more, Tim. All right, so that is all I have for questions for you. Now it's time for the advice section of this episode. But before me and Jared give our very sage advice, um, I had heard, Tim, that you have some questions for us. Concerns, questions about your upcoming marriage? I do. Let me pull my notepad. Yeah, get your notepad out. Five-star ringed binder. So I don't have these in any particular order, but I feel like they should go in order. Yeah. I think. I'll just assume it's most important to least important. So this is probably not the most important, but I thought it was a good question for you too. What's something that I should do with my wife that you have found enjoyable with your significant others to mm. do together? So is there a trip or anything or an experience that you guys had together that you were, you know, this is a great thing to do. Like all couples should do this. Mm. Besides the obvious? Yeah, besides oh, the obvious. Okay. <laughs> I had to. You know, I had to. <laughs> you know how hard it was making these questions? So hard. Um, I would say... Uh, I got to think about that one. What is one thing that you have to do? Uh, long walks, you know, in uh, on the beach, picking up seashells and just talking about your dreams. How's that? I like it. I think that was a good answer. <laughs> it was cheesy. That's what I went for. Uh, I love we it. just. I don't think. We... The, I don't. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jared. I was gonna say I don't think the long walks necessarily need to be on a beach. <laughs> over COVID, we. Uh, I'm serious. Over COVID, we took a lot of walks. And you know what? I mean, it's just a couple minutes. I mean, of course, we have three kids, right. but it's it's just a little time away from the kids where you can actually just talk to another adult <laughs> with out interference of other idiotic adults well, or children say, that I'd are, be are there just, so i don't yeah. think i'd class yeah. i'd be totally devoid of idiotic adults <laughs> exactly <laughs> so no i like the i like the walk thing that was good that was a good one yeah i, I think do, i actually like, i agree yeah any excuse to get like out of your normal routine and do something just with your spouse is important mm-hmm. um just like sitting on the couch scrolling tiktok doesn't count so I was actually, what do you, th- this is a, just a question that just came up. It's not one of my, my questions that I had for you, but what do you guys think about, do you guys do any like unplugged kind of things where you like leave mm. your cell phones at home or, you know, don't answer texts or emails at the dinner table kind of a thing, anything like that? When we go out to eat, mm-hmm. yes, we'll put our phones face down. And I mean, we went out for our anniversary last month and we intentionally just made we put our phones down, which was hard for me because Penn State was playing at that time, and I'm a Penn State, I'm a, I'm a Penn State alum. It, it wasn't bad though; they lost. It was the the night they lost to Iowa, so it wasn't that bad. But um, my, that was actually going to be my suggestion, like especially later down the the line, if kids are in your future, mm-hmm. the just those times to get away, and it doesn't matter if it's somewhere just like a little pizza place you like, like Uncommon Pizza over in Lodditz, or or, it, you know, if you want to go to the Cork and Cap in Lancaster, 
It doesn't matter. Just those times to get away and just sit down and have a nice meal and just connect with them and just be intentional about giving your attention to them and not your phone and not work and not the kids. That's yeah. That one-on-one time is, is crucial. Definitely. Very sage advice. Yes. (laughs) The next one, let's see here, going down my list. What's one thing you wish you'd known or learned before being married? Um, I think that we, I mean, I think finances become a big part of marriage. I don't know how you guys have it set up now, but, and I know that some people, even after they get married, they're like, this is my account. This is your account. And then we have like combined account, or this is my account and this is your account. But like when we got married, we got one joint account, mm-hmm. but me and my wife spend money differently. Um, we have different priorities when it comes to spending money. And um not that i wish like it wouldn't have changed anything knowing how we would have like um like would have been like oh you think that you know our uh outdoor landscape is important to you well i want a new ipad that's what's important to me it's not like that would have affected our marriage but i think it's a good idea to think about um how the finances are going to be handled i think at the beginning we tried to like I come from a family where like the man handles all the finances. Um, sure. My dad was a, is a CPA. So he goes like, that's like his, like, mm-hmm. Oh, I take care of all the bills and I do this. And I'm, you know, whereas me, I'm terrible at remembering to pay for stuff. So after 10 years now, it's like, I pay for these two bills a month and she pays for the rest of them. It's all the same. It's all from the same account. It's just, <laughs> these are the only right. two that I can remember to pay. <laughs> So I think it's like having some discussion ahead of time of like what your plan it's like, is. It's like you're describing idea. me to a T because we, we do this. So like, like you said, we have like, we have our separate accounts. Not that we like, I would never, like we don't hide anything from each other. Like right. if she ever wants to know what's in there, like have at it. Right. But we have a joint account that we like collectively pull money together for, you know, rent bills, the dog groceries. I'm honestly like, we should just have a joint account at this point. Um, but it's the same thing. Cause like I set everything up for auto pay and she's like, I don't like that. <laughs> and I was like, why well, all my bills are on auto pay. So like, I just set it and forget it. Right. I, I, you know, I, I, I know roughly when they come out, how much they're going to be like, it's always there. Um, but I have two, two or three, I think that I have to like log in and pay monthly. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are my responsibilities. She takes care of everything else. Yeah. about you jared you have any uh things that you would have wished you knew or talked about before marriage it's okay that everything will not be figured out 100 percent of the time yeah it's okay that your life will be chaos at times and that that applies to a lot of things it's okay that you go home and you both don't have any ideas what to make for (laughs) dinner and and you throw some chicken nuggets in the oven it's okay that it's okay that you decide you want to binge watch the office for the third time through yeah it, it, you know what it it is not all a, a rom-com <laughs> all the time right right so i like it yeah, we just had a craft mac and cheese and hot dogs for dinner like <laughs> like two <laughs> nights ago that's what we had last night yeah I mean, our diet it's, has changed uh, a little bit since the kids. They've affected it a little bit. More hot dogs and cheese. But... I definitely eat more vegetables mm. since knowing her. That's uh, good. 
and not as much fast food. And not as much sheets. Not as much sheets. Still, I dabble. But... Still a lot of sheets. <laughs> I still I not stop as much at sheets, sheets a lot, but I've been really good. Dude, I've been eating those uh, protein cookies that uh, oh. that you had, those Lenny and Larry ones. Oh, they're in the back of my work. Yep, I get a, I get a box every yep. weekend at Target, and that's my that's my quote unquote lunch for the week. Yep, that's I. You guys are on the road a lot in your job. Mm-hmm. If that was me, I would, it would be horrible. Like I would be stopping at Sheets all the time. Like it takes all the effort that I have in my body to not stop at the only gas station, which is Turkey Hill, between my house and work, back from my lunch break. I just ate. I'm like, oh, I should stop for like a bag of Fritos. I'm like, no, I'm like driving by. And I'm like, I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. My my well, big plus, thing was energy drinks. Right. Was, uh, oh yeah. That was that was a big habit for me to kick was because I would stop at Sheets and get get energy drinks a lot. Oh yeah. I still get bang plus, energies all the time. Right. Ryan, you you know that when you get back to the office, the owner <laughs> of your establishment. <laughs> We'll have some sort of random right. food just sitting on top of that only file cabinet. If, only if I stop for something. If I don't, then there's nothing there. But if I stop, it's happened before where I'm like, you know, I'm going to be nice today and buy everybody donuts and go to Byler's Donuts and get like three dozen and then bring them in. Mm-hmm. And here comes Jeff rolling in with five dozen donuts from somewhere else. I'm like, oh, man. Oh, what, what, what. He's got five dozen Achenbox. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. He doesn't He doesn't even know about Achenbox or Byler's. He just goes what? to... If we're lucky, he goes to Giant. If we're unlucky, he just gets Duncan. Luckily, <laughs> for unlucky, he just gets if Duncan. I'm lucky, he gets Duncan because then I'm easily like I don't need to eat a Dunkin' Donut. That's that's the easiest thing for me to say no to is a Dunkin' Donut. I, I feel like no matter what time you go there, they're never fresh. No, they're horrible. Okay, like I shouldn't it say could that, be as soon as it it could be as soon as they open. We literally just had a. Uh, someone come in that doesn't work at Dutch Valley. They're like, oh, thanks for the service. You know, thanks for like the patronage or whatever. Here's like a treat. Here's some donuts. This was in March and they brought in a dozen donuts from Duncan and there was literally Valentine's Day donuts in there. Heart-shaped donuts with pink <laughs> icing on. I'm like, Valentine's Day was last month. Why are we still eating <laughs> Valentine's Day donuts? I'm like, oh, it's Duncan. So oh, they, oh, it's they Duncan. made 400 million and froze them and we're still eating yep. them. Yep. Yeah. We have uh, Rose had a surprise uh, wedding shower today at work, and they got her like an Achenbox donut oh, cake. Oh yes! So we we have like a whole bunch of Achenbox. Oh, I'm coming over the counter right now. Yep. <laughs> oh my word, I love Achenbox. Great. It's a good. It's. I was gonna say once this is over, it's gonna be great. Oh my word. Hey, insider tip: if you want to come to Brownstown on Thursday night for the Halloween parade. Yeah. There's free food at the fire hall, including Achenbox Long Johns, as far really? as the eye can see, oh, wow. for free. So, here, so I had heard, okay, so every year I go to the Mannheim Parade, and every year I scream I at the Achenbox person until they give me a donut. And it's worked yep. every year for the last three years. This year... It's worked every year. <laughs> I'm like, I love Achenbox! And they're like, oh, here's a donut. I'm like, yes! And then my kids are like, oh, can I have some? I'm like, No! And did you scream at the Achenbox vendor? Me? <laughs> like talking to your kids. Oh, like, right. did you, yeah. you, didn't, did you, you didn't get put this? in the effort? Um, and anyways, so this year I was like excited. I was telling a guy at work, I was telling Andrew, I'm like, I'm going to the parade tonight. I'm getting my Achenbach, my free Achenbach donut. And he's like, they're not going to be there. They didn't do the effort of parade. They didn't do the New Holland parade. They're not going to be. Oh, I'm no. like, what? No, what's the point of going? 
Right. So true enough. When uh, the Mannheim parade was not too long ago, yeah, right? A couple weeks ago, yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking it was like literally like this past weekend, but No, it was like two probably two weeks ago. But Yeah, I'm down by the uh Mannheim auto auction. Right. Somewhere like across the street from there. That's where yeah. you are? Yeah, oh. like that's where I live. Okay. So when you said I was at the Mannheim parade, I was like, Hey, I live there. Oh. <laughs> I'm in that area. Um all right, next question. What do we got? What do we got? We got, let me see, this is kind of a, I feel like this, I feel like I kind of know the answer to this, but when's the right time to have kids? Do you think Mm -hmm. immediately after getting married, or do you think you should spend some time being married before you have kids? I think is more my question. We have talked to, go ahead. I think it's a loaded question because you've lived together for three years already. So, like, like Becky and I, we lived in Elizabethtown for two and a half years, and then we bought our first house here in Brownstown, and we ended up waiting, what, oh, three and a half years? Okay. So, I mean, we, we definitely wanted that buffer period of adjusting not to just being married, but we needed to adjust the living with each other. Right. But, but the other thing is, our, our big thing was you, you just need to kind of set a plan. Mm-hmm. That if we're going to have kids, this is when it's going to happen. And ours was, when we buy the house, mm-hmm. go time. So, worked well for us. And that's, like, because thinking about that question, I was like, well, is anybody, like, in my opinion, I mean, again, Jared, we've talked about this, you know, is anybody ever really ready for any of these giant steps in their life? Like, it's always that, like, when it happens, like, like I said, it's go time. Like, you're, you know, it's time to you know be responsible take care of it like you know handle the situation kind of thing so i like that was one of those questions where i was like is anybody ever really ready to have kids until you actually have a kid yeah i don't pre preschool teachers maybe um (laughs) (laughs) we had we had discussed ahead of time three years was like our goal Uh, we thought that would be enough time for us to just enjoy each other before we add something else to the mix Mm -hmm. we were kind of in a weird situation where uh neither of us went to college all of our friends did and so we were kind of like the first ones that got married like in our friend age group okay nobody else was really getting married the same time as us so we got married and we were married for two or three years before other people were getting like our friends were getting married and then we started having kids while our friends were getting married. And so I felt like we didn't have enough time being married, being with other married people. Um, if I could have the exact same four kids I have now and have waited two years, I think I probably would have. Um, only because I think that we could have we could have had more time, um, just the two of us. Um, even just the two of us with other married couples kind of like tried to hang out with uh the same age group of people um right but that was that was we got married i was 20 when we got married um so she bought me alcohol on her honeymoon because i couldn't so because i couldn't (laughs) (laughs) ryan's admitted to a misdemeanor (laughs) um yeah, so I don't know the correct age, but or the right. correct time to wait, but 
three years. Like three years said, was I, good. I think it's three years was good. Yeah, definitely. Since having a puppy, it's definitely put that into perspective just how much responsibility a puppy is, let alone a child. Right. Because we, I mean, we've, I mean, as couples do, we talked about having kids, and it was, you get married, you have kids, you know, it's, it's the timeline that right. you know life has put in place for us. And since having the puppy, it's like, well, maybe, maybe <laughs> we'll second put the puppy. brakes a little. Yeah, let's get a second right, puppy. like maybe we. I mean, talking to my brother and sister, like, I mean, they they were kind of the same way. Like, they got a dog, and they were like, you know what? I like, I I get why people don't have kids. Um, you know, my, I don't think I don't know if my brother ever will have kids. It it seems like he's comfortable with his wife and his dog, and I think my sister eventually will. But she's kind of the same with us, where she's like, she's okay waiting. Right. And I think. Like, I don't want to screw it up, you know? Like, it's a child. It's like, it's not a, like you're a gonna, puppy. You're like, going to you, screw it up no matter you what. You to take it out. It's, it, well, yeah. And, like, <laughs> the, I th- I overthink a lot of things. It's just, it's just who I am. So, I, it's, I think it's one of those things where it's like, you know what? Like, we're going to have a kid. Right. And I think, like, that's, at that point, I think I'll be like, that's the decision. You know? Yeah. We're ready. I think take the time to enjoy your marriage before having kids. Um, I it think, is like okay, as soon as you get say, married, people are like, "Oh, so when are you gonna have kids?" You know what I mean? It's like right yeah. away, and you're like, "We're just enjoy my marriage yeah. for a while." You know what I mean? We're already being asked, and it's like we're we're not even married right. yet. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, even when we got engaged, it was like, well, "When's the wedding?" It's like, wait, the engagement was right. a week ago. Right. Like, exactly. I don't know yet. People always it's wanna... in the future, and it doesn't end when you have one kid. You know, they're like, mm-hmm. when you have one kid, they're like, "Oh, when are you having a second one?" <laughs> Until you have yeah. like four, and they're like, "Okay, you know how this works, right?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like I can hear my uncles and aunts just talking to me right yeah. now. They're like, "You're gonna have kids, right?" Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Right. I don't know what I'm having for breakfast tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Sheets. Sheets is what you're having. Sheets. <laughs> that sounded pretty good right now. The uh, second, not second to last, is how do you keep the romance alive? I think Jared had a, a good suggestion already with the unplugging. I think, I do think that's important. I, both of us spend a lot of time on our phones. Yeah. It's an unhealthy amount, I would say. Yeah, but I'll tell you, it comes down to two also... things: turn off the screens and buy a banana hammock. Those are the two most important things. <laughs> Jared, don't picture me in a banana hammock right now. Come on, Jared. <laughs> Um, no, that there's, that doesn't work. Believe me, I tried it. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. I've tried it. I've worn. Uh, there's this like, she has this like pink silk robe. Oh, um, that she got. She got from like uh, being like a bridesmaid. Right, or right, right. And uh, there was one time she came home and I was cooking dinner in it, and I was like, yeah, just having fun, just goofing right. off. Uh, Mel has this like idea. She's like, oh, you should wear a tool belt just a tool belt i'm like i don't think it's gonna look like what you think it's gonna like, look like like it's not gonna like be a brand a brand new one like it's not used it's not gonna like i think you have a different idea in your head of what it's gonna look like than what it's actually gonna look like but, uh, um yeah it gets especially hard once you have <laughs> jared's ending the phone call <laughs> jared's just keeping his mouth shut Keeping, I do have yes, input, yes. But keeping the romance alive. Jared, go ahead. Bring us back to task here. Be intentional. Yeah. Two words. Be intentional. I'm not always good with it. 
but life gets away from you really fast. You just have to be intentional about things. Have you, Jared, have you got to the point where you're like, all right, the second Tuesday of every month, we're going on a date. Like, I feel like at some point you get to that. You're like, we, it's like, yeah, we'll have a date every month. But then if you don't actually like set a date, then you just forget. You're like, oh, Oh, yeah, like we can't do it. We were like, we were getting pretty good with it, but then COVID just blew everything up. So, I mean, we're, we're trying to get better about it. Like pre COVID every Wednesday night, we would go meet friends over at Uncommon Mm -hmm. Pizza actually. And we would just hang out and then it was just some nice time away just with her and our friends and, and yeah, you got to be intentional about being the one-on-one as well, but yeah, just be intentional, be be intentional about just getting her roses at random times, be intentional about cooking her a really nice meal in a pink apron. I mean, a pink, uh, in a pink, does craft mac and cheese and hot dogs count. I, she, listen, no. well, hang on. She, no. but she likes she likes mac and cheese and hot dogs. Well, no. what about a comfort meal? <laughs> Make no. homemade mac and cheese next time. Go with the homemade. I do have a. It's not that hard. I have a secret family recipe. I'm gonna let you guys in on a secret. Okay. Okay. For years, I told Rose that my mom's mac and cheese was the best mac and cheese I've ever had, and it was a secret family recipe. Okay. So we're at the grocery store, and I was like, I'm gonna make you. You know what? It's time. We're going to make you the Smith mac and cheese. So we go to the elbow macaroni box, the San Giorgio box. And on the back is a mac and cheese recipe. And it's exactly and, like your mom's. And and that's the recipe. <laughs> and for years, Rose thought there was some secret recipe. We have it cut out and hanging on the fridge of the back of the San Giorgio box. It's the, it's the best mac and cheese. I thought you were going to say you buy the elbows from the store. And then just tear open the cheese powder from the craft thing and pour it into the elbows. <laughs> That's the secret. A little, a little. So I grew up on, just... like, we didn't have craft mac and cheese, but my mom would make mac and cheese, like, with the elbows and Velveeta cheese. And, okay, That's yeah. what I was about to say. Just go buy the block yeah. of Velveeta and melt it over. That's it. not even real mac and cheese either. It's, like, got to be, like. I mean, to be fair, craft is a real Because we've had this argument. Rose likes Velveeta, and I don't. And I like craft, and she doesn't. So I think it's it, it's what did you grow up right, with exactly. uh, as a child. Craft or mac and cheese is a nostalgic food. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I think Jared's right. You just got to be intentional. Mm-hmm. I definitely think. I mean, even now we've tried to do it, and uh, we were we were somewhat good about it. Like Wednesday nights, you know, there, you know, you find a restaurant that we like that does like a wing night or something, and we'd go out, we'd have you know some drinks and wings. Um, but I, I say this like we've been married for years, but clearly we haven't. <laughs> but, but like having the puppy with COVID and everything kind of makes it hard to yeah go out and like you know you got friends and everything, you know you got plans every night, and it's hard to find just. Hey, let's you and me. We go out to dinner, right? And uh, and I think, like you said, that's I think that's important, you have to, and especially like leaving the, unplugging. Right. I think it's a, a probably number one in my opinion. You have to put it I on your calendar. I feel like yeah, if it's not on my calendar, it's not like an actual thing. Like even like mm-hmm. podcast things like this, I got to put it on my calendar because when somebody asks, "What are you doing?" I'm like, I got I look at the actual calendar. I'm like, oh no, that's supposed to be our date night. If you if right. this is like, oh well, that's our date night, but we can do this instead, and we'll just read do a date night another night then it just doesn't happen right yeah right yeah and we do i mean 
we spend a lot of time together, but it's often like, we're, I mean, right now we're watching The Walking Dead. So it's like, you know, we'll get home and it's like, oh, like, let's quick, like, let's make dinner. Like, we'll, you know, we'll go sit on the couch, watch some Walking Dead, yeah. take the dog out. Um, but it's, I, I think there's something about getting away mm-hmm. and having like that one-on-one time, sure. especially like leaving the puppy at home where yeah. somebody's not distracted with the dog. Right. Uh, last question. Yeah, last question. There you go. What makes a strong marriage? Um, men with beards. Well, it's been a nice talking to you guys. <laughs> Didn't you have a beard for a while, Tim? Uh, I don't think we can classify it as a beard. I think it's just facial hair. It was a summer beard. Summer here, summer it there. Is, I mean, there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It doesn't feel like there's, shaving. I was going to say, there's still so remnants. Well, like mine for a while was like, like pretty bad but i just let it let it grow out one time and i mean it's okay it's not like a jared or an andrew beard but it's okay yeah over covid it it uh it grew there was it was, <laughs> There's it definitely was a, growth. a few it was a few months that i i did not uh shave and it just, i don't know it just it doesn't look great it never comes in full anywhere right it's like the, it's just the same hairs get longer and i'm like I just it eventually gets to a point where I just yeah. get rid of it. Um, that's a good question for you, Jared. You're uh, you're wiser than me. What makes a strong marriage? Communication. Yeah, that is key. That is key. I'm all about the simple <laughs> answers because that's usually the easiest but, thing. I was to say, yeah, it's it's it it's it's simple but effective. Right. Well, it's easy to say communication. Yeah. It's hard to act it out. Do communicate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm not great at communicating. I often don't be a jerk. Well, yeah. I like to think I'm not a jerk. Sometimes I feel like I can be. We're all jerks now and again. I'm not saying I'm not, but I'd say most of the time, it's like 90% of the time, (laughs) I'm pretty easygoing. But sometimes my easygoingness makes me a jerk. Right, yeah. My constant Mm -hmm. joke cracking or not realizing the situation is as as bad as it probably should be right. reacting yes. to it. Sometimes yeah. my wife is like, I just want to have a real conversation with you. Stop joking around. I'm like, I don't yeah, know how to do I'm, that. I'm, Nobody ever taught Ray me. says that to me so. too. Yeah. Yep. That's just how we always, that's how we talk to my household. Yeah. We just, and uh, I, since meeting her, yes, I've gotten better about talking about my feelings and everything. Cause we always kind of just swept it under the right. rug and yeah. we didn't talk about anything. Yeah. Yeah. Communication is definitely key. Um, Compromise, I would say, would be a big one as well. You're gonna have very different views on certain things, um, and I don't think compromise is always meet in the middle. I mean, maybe generally it is, but I would say it's like give and take would be a better way to describe compromise. It's like okay, this gotcha. isn't a battle worth trying to win because even if I win, I'll definitely lose. So um, sometimes I get excited about things that she wants to do even though i don't care about it and sometimes she gets excited about things i want to do even though obviously she doesn't care about it um so i think that's that's something that's like um yeah you have to think about um is arguing or getting worked up about this worth it but yeah compromise and communication I feel like we have to have a three. We have to have three C's, right? Compromise, communication, and coitus. Coitus. 
I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna say Cooper Sharp. Cheese. Okay, yes, that Cooper works too. Cheese. That works too. I'm in. Just cheese. Just as Just good as cheese coitus. in general. That's the three C's: communication, coitus, and cheese. Wait, did I miss one? I think I missed one. But um, <laughs> all right. So compromise. <laughs> <laughs> all right, your answer is compromised. <laughs> We, um, me and Jared have some advice for you, okay? Um, I'm in. We'll go every other, since I don't know what kind of advice. Me and Jared didn't talk ahead of time, so we might have the exact same advice. I tried to, myself, tried to stay away from, like, the like the very general, like, kind of typical advice that you would get. More, sure. I kind of honed in on specific things, so. I appreciate okay. that, actually, because you hear a lot of the same things from people. Right, yeah. That are, you know, like, not that, again, like, Jared said like it's a simple answer it's like communication but effectively communicating is uh, it's important right. it's crucial right. but everybody's going to tell me hey like you guys got to communicate right. you know spend time together so I appreciate you kind of yeah go deeper yeah all right Jared what's your first one what's your first piece of information or of advice learn to cook yeah that's great and I not have... mac and cheese and hot dogs. <laughs> I can make slamming breakfast uh, casseroles, I guess you could call them. I can make slamming breakfast everything. Well, I'll see. But, but yeah. I can also make slamming chicken marsala from scratch. Yeah. And I can make slamming crab cakes. Right, I got Valentine's me. on lockdown, homeboy. I got Valentine's on lockdown. <laughs> All right, all right. Seriously, I'll learn how to make stuff. <laughs> seriously, they appreciate a really good home cooked meal, and it's not hard. Look on YouTube. Even if you don't, if you don't I know how to pan sear chicken well, just look on YouTube. You, you can chicken learn. Chicken always weirds me out cooking it. Does it? Yeah, you and my out? wife. I'm always worried it's going to be raw. <laughs> I'm always like, even when Rose cooks, it, I'm like, I'm like, can you cut it? Can you cut into the chicken breast? Make sure it's not raw in the middle. <laughs> It's like it's like burn on the outside. Even if you put in the effort for a home cooked meal that's not mac and cheese and hot dogs, even you're like, oh look, I made pan seared chicken, and she's like, oh my goodness, the chicken's raw, but she won't say anything. She'll just be like, oh thank you so much for the meal. <laughs> I'll you just, think just eat the raw. I'll chicken? just have tapeworms. It's no problem. <laughs> she doesn't care. If you're that concerned, they make things called a thermopen. Where you basically just stick yes. this little probe in, and it tells you the temperature. Yeah, Can it's you very send me an Amazon. Link it's very helpful. Pen? Yes, I can send you an Amazon link. Chicken especially. Especially dark meat chicken, like thighs and drumsticks. Mm-hmm. White meat chicken, it's like, oh, I think that's done. And then, like, I'll let it go for a minute. And then next minute, it's like, oh, this is super dry. Okay, perfect. All right, my piece, my first piece is um, turn off all screens if she's talking about something important. Because if, like, I won't be expecting an important conversation. I'll be on my phone or watching something on TV. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I hear a, are you listening to me? I'm like, Oh, sorry. I didn't realize we were talking about, you know, the future of our kids or something like that. And then like, I literally have to turn off the screen, not pause it. I literally have to turn it off or else I'm still like distracted by the bright colors. Um, Sure. So that would be just, if you're on your phone, just put it completely away. You might think that you can listen to both things, but no, you can't. You can't. No. Jared, what you got? All right, next one. Even though you've been living together for a while, you still have the mentality of a single guy. You will now be a team in all things. Mm-hmm. All decisions, you are a team. Everything you purchase, you are still a team. 
you need, and this goes back to the communication. I am not a great communicator either. So you got to force yourself to get better at it. You got to force yourself to remind yourself that when you are at the beer store and you want to buy that third four pack, <laughs> you know, she's going to get a little mad. So I'm going to reel it back to two this week. You're a team now. I like it. I would say you could get the third four pack as long as you get her something as well. <laughs> what if the third four pack is something you can share? <laughs> or if it's just for her. Right. Or for okay. yeah, yeah, for her, yeah. 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 But seriously, these years before you have kids, you need to work on being able to put up a united front. Because when the kids come around, come two years old when they start talking, they're going to test that united front. Right. Even my noted. Even my two year old knows it. She she knows that if she goes to the bathroom completely by herself, she gets a piece of candy. So the other, just like yesterday or the day before, she required my help to go to the bathroom. And I, and she said, I want a piece of candy. And I said, well, you didn't go completely by yourself, so you don't get the piece of candy. And she's like, I'm going to tell mom. And she goes to the living room. She's like, mom, I went to the potty. Can I have a piece of candy? And, of course, her information was she went to the potty. She gets a piece of candy. So then she's like, yeah, you get a piece of candy. And then I'm like, no, she doesn't get a piece of candy because she didn't go by herself. So... Even at two years old, they know how to manipulate you. They know. They know. Scary stuff, man. Yeah, very scary. But you got like five years before that, right? If you wait the three yeah. years plus the two years. so <laughs> Plus two years. Um, <laughs> uh, my second one, we did talk about this a little bit, was go on dates regularly. What do they say? It's like the saying like you never stop dating or something like that. Um. My only addition to that is same thing with the screens. Always sit facing away from the screens at a restaurant. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, that was, I mean, that's, it's that's horrible. A good call. We were at Red Robin, and literally all the screens said it like showed the capacity, the current capacity of the restaurant and the max capacity, and then it would switch screens to like Red Robin, and that was it. And she's like, why are you still looking at that screen? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm looking at the screen. I'm, I'm an addict <laughs> to the technology. It's bright <laughs> I see a screen. I have to look. So, yeah, I think the mo- more important part is what we talked about before, where, like, keep dating, go on regular dates, make it a priority. Because um, it's easy just to get caught up in the get home from work, eat dinner, turn on the television, and do that until bedtime. Um, which right. we did a lot when we were first married. Um, it was fine. I mean, it was good, but um, we didn't go out a lot on dates because we didn't have the money to. It was a lot of hamburger helper and watch friends, but um, you need to make the time, even if it's only two uh, sheets. <laughs> we, we do love a, a late night run to sheets. Yes. Like a little milkshake. Mm, yes. So good. After your workout or before? Uh, during, actually. <laughs> yeah, that was your run. You ran the sheets. <laughs> yeah, I used the that's, card to do the running. <laughs> that's the in- intra workout meal. <laughs> I get that protein. I get that protein add- added to my chocolate. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm basically shake. losing weight drinking the milkshake. <laughs> I crumble up some uh, large bars and put them in there. It's just like, yeah, perfect. All right, Jared, what's your last piece of advice? 
All right. So the last one it more pertains to when you are fired up and when you want to lay into her about something. <laughs> My suggestion is that you reel back. You try to calm yourself down. Keep your eye on the bigger picture. And is it worth it to <laughs> engage in this? Yeah. Because nine times out of ten, it isn't. And that one time out of ten that it is, you're going to be better served by engaging in it with a cooler head where you're not going to say irrational, stupid things that you regret immediately. Yeah. That's good. I like it. Yeah. That's why Jared's we on just here, to give better it. advice than I, me. <laughs> yeah, I think you both are giving great advice. Like I said, I think I, this, this uh, like, I th- honestly, I think it's all great. The, um, it's, this is like, it's kind of a joke, but it's not really, uh, at her shower this morning at, uh, work, they said they had sent me like a questionnaire to fill out and it was like, what's an annoying habit of roses. And I said, uh, she doesn't fill the water pitcher after she like uses it. So then when I go to fill like my water bottle, it's like lukewarm water. Right. And she was like, really? I thought you would have been like more upset about me, like leaving my stuff everywhere. And I was like, pick and choose your battles you know like what what matters more to me you leaving your stuff around the apartment or me having cold water right cold water is better lukewarm water is the worst it's not great if i have to drink water it it should be cold um okay my last piece of advice is find things to do together without totally forgetting your own hobbies um i think it's important i feel like um it's easy to just like find your own like you get in your groove of you and your spouse and like you do everything together even like when you hang out with friends it's always like couples hanging out together or like group settings i think it is important um to have like your own thing as well your own hobbies um hang out with your you just you and your friends sometimes and her and her friends sometimes if you like get like if one of the members of the couple gets like too involved in the marriage, then it's all—it's always the other person like leaving the marriage, leaving the like house to do something else, and then the other person always feels left out. So it wasn't—it was—it was kind of that way for us for a little while until last couple of years. Mel, my, Melody, my wife, um, really started to get some good friends that were girls that she felt like she could actually spend some time with. But before that, right. it was like if I wanted to do something, I was just leaving her to do nothing, and it was always me right. leaving to do so with my friends without her doing stuff with her friends. So I think it's important to find things that you enjoyed it by together and by yourself. Sure. If anything, right. we struggle more now finding stuff that we both enjoy doing together, other than just like mm-hmm. watching a TV show. But like finding things yeah. outside of that that we enjoy doing together. Because you don't want to lose like your identity and like things that you enjoy right like just because you guys are getting married right. like it should like you should be able to essentially do both but like you said like find stuff that you can do together that's why i'm so little tidbit monday nights i play video games over there and she sits here and does course so we're kind of like it's we've kind of always talked about this like we enjoy just like you just enjoy being in the same room you just enjoy right. i i like your company even though we're not doing something together i enjoy you being around me I can talk to you if, you know, I can show you something that I thought was cool or you can right. show me something in chorus. Like there's all, all sorts of different things. So I, I like that too. As that long as, good. yeah, as long as your hobbies don't interfere or damage your relationship. Right. I found with myself, with, 
with myself with video games. Like I become quickly addicted to lots yes. of things. Um, for a while there, I was like trying. I was doing like four or five episodes a week of podcasts, and I'm like, I gotta get this podcast out for tomorrow. And then it came to a point where I was like, like so much stuff from me and Melody's relationship was getting neglected because I had to come out with a podcast that 20 people are gonna listen to. That's not worth it. So. Right. You know what I mean? So I cut back of that, and like video games, I get very addicted to. So it's like I have to yeah. like really make sure that I keep check on that kind of stuff. So as long as your hobbies are conducive to your relationship, yeah, we have. Uh, it's every Monday night at seven o'clock. We kind of like do our own things. Where she does, she'll go to chorus. I'll play games. I mean, whenever there's free time, and it's and it's okay. I want to <laughs> clarify that. <laughs> It's like on first. like a weekend or right, something, you know, right, if it's right. later in the evening, it's like, hey, do you mind if I go into the office really quick, play, <laughs> play a couple rounds? So it's, I've definitely, I still play a lot, right? but I used to, we used to have the PlayStation out in the living room and that was, I would just, I'd, every night, right, you know, you're right. I'm just out there. Um, it'd be, I'd be playing while we were watching TV or something like that. Cause like we'd, I'd have like a computer monitor out there and I was like, no, like let's bring it in here. It's a separate thing. Right. It's not all the time, so that's two separate areas of the house. Good. Um, I think that's pretty much all I had. Some a piece of advice that I received before I got married before I got married that I thought was good, but I've never actually used. Uh, um, I think it was more funny than good, but um, it was someone told me that whenever you get in a fight with your spouse, both of you just take off all your clothes. And because it's really hard to have an argument when you both are completely naked. So <laughs> we haven't tried it. It's been 11 years and we haven't tried it. So I'm giving you that piece of advice. Take it if you want to. If you don't. Yeah. Anyways, right. I thought it was funny. I've given it to the other people. I've never used it. But uh, yeah. All right. Let's get this thing wrapped up here. Um, Tim, do you feel fully prepared for your marriage? That's already happened no. once this episode comes out. What? With all the Not advice all. that we've given you? No, I don't think anybody's ever going to oh be prepared. Oh my goodness. Wow. It's just the person I am. <laughs> I, I could I could know all the possible outcomes, the ins and the outs. I don't think anybody's ever going to officially be prepared. Do you feel more I... prepared? Yeah, okay. oh, 100%. Okay, good, good, yeah. good, 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 good. Yeah. Do I feel fully ready? Like there's not a there's I I have no other thoughts or opinions? No. But that's just who I am. <laughs> All right, then we'll get this thing wrapped up. Um, we got two more things to do. We got to thank our patrons. You know, that's important stuff. Um, we got Allie, Aaron, McPeachy, Tyler, Spicy J, Casey, John, Melissa, Dan, Valerie, Josh. Last but not least, Tim. Tim Smith. So Who's, who's that guy? He's, he's a good guy. <laughs> um, those are our patrons. Thanks you, thank you guys so much for your ongoing support. And if you aren't a patron, consider it. Jared, consider being a patron and um any any Jared that might be out there. <laughs> now, uh Jared is part of our Discord because he's a friend. Like when you join uh at a certain tier, you get to bring a friend along. And Jared is part of our Discord and I do appreciate him being there. So I don't like I'm not like, oh you're not a patron, I don't want to talk to you. That's not how it is ever. So um Anyways, thank you guys. And now let's move into the Star Wars Random Fact of the Podcast. We would be honored 
if you would join us. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. As you wish. My favorite part. So, you know, since uh, Tim loves Rogue One, I had to pick a Rogue One fact. Uh, it's his favorite movie. <laughs> Everyone knows this. <laughs> It says here, I found this on the internet, that Rogue One is the best Star Wars movie. That's the Star Wars random fact of the podcast. <laughs> I, I, think, I think that article is made up. It was from StarWars.com. Uh, it, you can't argue yeah, with that. Tim. It was written by George it's, Lucas. Uh, I want hyperlinks. Certified. I want citations. <laughs> no, so this fact is from Rogue One, but is um, the Rebel base on Yavin 4 in Rogue One. Um, there were several full-size cardboard cutouts of the X-Wings and Y-Wing fighters. Um, of course, they look real, um, but they're just cardboard cutouts, uh, which is the same exact technique they used in A New Hope instead of making a ton of full-size you know, star uh, cruisers. They just made them out of cardboard. So they used the same thing in Rogue One as they did in A New Hope. And that is your Star Wars random fact of the podcast. The Force will be with you, always. So, Tim, all, the lesson there is all you need to do is just have cardboard cutouts of flowers for the wedding. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. It'll look real. I think that'll go over well. It'll look very yeah. real. In the pictures, they'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a couple of years, you won't even remember that they're cardboard. In, just just enhance, it, enhance it in post-production. You know what? Right. During the ceremony, you know what is the main thing that I did not notice? Is the flowers. I asked my wife, I'm like, did you even notice the flowers that we spent $1,200 on? She said, she said, no, all I was doing was looking at your face so I didn't like fall down during walking down the aisle. I'm like, yeah, exactly. But they were in the Adorable. pictures. They were in the pictures. So, Right. Um, well, thank you guys for being here. Thanks for taking some time to hang out. Thanks, Jared, for your advice and for your words of wisdom and for taking one of your busy evenings to spend time with us. He's just nobody can hear it, but Jared's nodding, and you're welcome. Uh, you're you're welcome. Oh, you're welcome. Not Jared. Jared's thanks. checked out. He's gone. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. I look forward to my. I, I look forward to my fourth appearance in the future. It's going to be soon because we're. We should do oh, an anniversary. Right. Yeah. we'll do an anniversary episode. A, a re a, a look back on my first year of marriage. <laughs> I was actually instead of this one, I was going to talk to Jared about doing the Darth Vader episode from about Rogue One, but I'm like, oh wait, Tim's getting married. Like tomorrow so we have to get this we have to get this episode in so thank you tim for coming oh thanks for having me yeah it was fun and it was fun hopefully like hopefully good, you luck, something. good luck i i did thanks guys if you need any pointers for the wedding night just you know message me <laughs> got some good stuff he'll just hit me up on microsoft teams at work like he always does <laughs> Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Gonna call me out too. <laughs> so you're the one using Microsoft Teams, huh? My computer keeps trying to get me to use it. I refuse. It's great. Um, and that is it. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Be safe. Be courteous. Bye. 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 See you later, alligator.